Well, hello, and thank you for joining me. My name is Nathan Working. This is the Fathom with Nathan podcast. Today is August 15th, 2021. It's early in the morning here uh, in north of Orlando, Florida, and uh, had a really wonderful experience this morning. I'd just like to share that with you. Hopefully it will encourage you and build your faith and trust in God's character. So as I do many times, I get in my car and I drive off and I go find a a quiet place to pray and to read the word and sometimes I'll start with worship sometimes I'll start with reading the word um, but this morning I was just uh, listening to some worship in my car and um, I just started saying started singing to the to the music it was instrumental instrumental music I started singing and uh, I started saying you are good um, but my natural mind gets in the way and then I started praying you know, God, don't let my natural mind get in the way of believing how good you are. And then just like in a split second, this powerful set of imagery uh, started coming to me in my mind as my eyes were closed. And it was so powerful. And this is what it was. And then I'll get into some scriptures. But again, thank you for joining me. This is Fathom with Nathan. Uh, my intention for this podcast is to help you and anyone listening grow in a greater revelation of Christ in relationship with him and uh it's so worth it so i started praying as like god you know i don't want my natural mind to get in the way and and uh because i really believe that he's more good than i can than i can fathom with my own natural mind and that's why i need to be able to fathom him at the greater depths of who he is based on his spiritual revelation and his reinforcement of his character in my mind and so i wanted to create space for that and the holy spirit just like for lack of better words, jumped on that opportunity. And uh, I'm, I'm confident that he always wants to display his character more clearly to, to anyone who wants. So anyway, so I saw a picture of this um, cliff. It's an extremely very, very high cliff. And um, on it was a grassy side, and it was a rocky edge. And it kind of came to a somewhat of a rounded off, uh, a triangular point. And the, the edge of the cliff had some rocks on it and gravel sort of looking and uh, Jesus was walking alongside this uh, sheep. And this sheep, um, you know, I could have put myself uh, there as that sheep, but it really represented any individual that Jesus Christ is looking to help because he's good. So the sheep kept, kept approaching and it kept approaching and it kept approaching this cliff. And Jesus was right there with it the whole time. And uh, he kept approaching and he kept uh, waiting for the sheep to reach out to him he kept wanting the sheep to speak and to communicate with with him meaning jesus but the sheep did not and but he as the good shepherd um, is the one that takes care of the sheep and we know that passage also that even if there's 99 sheep and then one wanders off that he would go after that one sheep and that was an illustration for us to reach out to other people but really that's how god reaches out to us He's not going to expect us to do something he doesn't do. Anyway, back to the to the image. I, I would almost call it a vision. Um, it wasn't an open vision. I didn't see it with my eyes open. Um, uh, but I did see it in my mind's eye as I felt like I was being led beyond my own imagination. So <clears throat> so Jesus kept waiting and, and waiting and waiting. And, and the sheep, uh, it's, it didn't reach out to him. It didn't, it didn't call on his name. It didn't ask for help. It just kept walking towards the cliff. And uh, then it kind of started to slip. And, and this was so powerful because I'm like crying and I'm like, 
I'm like praying and like watching all of this happen, right? And like the, the sheep starts slipping and it's stumbling and slipping and it's still not reaching out to him. It's hanging off the edge by like one clip, by like one hoof. And so then it starts to, then eventually it starts to fall down and it starts to get scraped on the rocks as it falls down this cliff, like really abruptly falling and falling and getting scraped and hit by the sides of the rocks. And then eventually I see that Jesus is floating down and he's floating down at the same time that the sheep is falling down the rock. And I had thought, okay, well, this sheep is going to fall off and it's just going to die. But no, Jesus kept following it and kept following it. Even as it was falling and getting injured, it kept falling and falling. And then the sheep landed on the ground and it was injured and it died. And Jesus came right down to it, all the way down to the bottom of the cliff, all the way down to the ground where the sheep had fallen. And he picked it up and he flew back up over the cliff. He was carrying the sheep on his shoulder. He carried it and flew it back over over the top of the cliff, right where it had come from, and he, he had tossed it down on the ground, and it started to roll, and it rolled, and it stopped, and it was right there. And then he eventually brought that sheep back to life. But one thing that I found interesting was he didn't take away all of the injuries that that sheep had occurred in its fall because it was important that the sheep learn some lessons. Because if the sheep falls and doesn't learn any lessons, then Jesus has just saved them without any kind of thing for that sheep to think about to reach back out to him. Many times we know about Jesus and we've heard about Jesus. I'm speaking to believers now, mostly, that... You know, maybe we've known him for 20 years. We, we grew up in the church. We grew up hearing about Jesus. We went to all different kinds of teachings and seminars and Bible studies and Sunday school and, and class, maybe even a private Christian school. We've, we've heard of Jesus and we've heard that God is good, but we've not let him become who he is as an expression of his goodness to us in the way that he really wants to. We've wanted God to be good, but we've wanted God to be good in the way that we want him to be good to us, according to our preferences. But God doesn't want just want, want that. That's so limited. He wants us to believe in his goodness beyond our limits in our natural mind. And he wants us to believe that he is good in the ways that he would describe himself, just like he does in Scripture. You know, John 10 talks about this passage. I'm going to read this a little bit. And um, John chapter 10 says, He goes on ahead of them. It's so great. It's exactly what, what I was just talking about. He calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. When he has brought out all of his own, he goes on ahead of them and his sheep follow him because they know his voice. Knowing his voice, knowing the Lord's voice is so important. We know that by reading his word, but we also know that by spending time with him until he speaks. I'll say that again. We know it through his word, but we also know it by hearing his voice, by taking time to wait until he speaks. Not wait and then not listen. Not wait and listen temporarily, but to build a lifestyle of waiting on the Lord and hearing his voice such an integral thing to do for our life we all need his voice we need his voice to be spoken directly to us through his word directly from god himself to us and direct and through his body as well the other believers but they will never follow a stranger in fact they will run away from him because they do not recognize a stranger's voice this is verse 7 of chapter 10 
in John. Very truly, I tell you, I am the gate for the sheep. All who have come before me are thieves and robbers, but the sheep have not listened to them. I am the gate. Whoever enters through me will be saved. They will come in and go out and find pasture. The thief comes only to steal, kill, and destroy. I have come that they may have life and have it to the full. I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. And then it continues on. Verse 14, I am the good shepherd. I know my sheep and my sheep know me. Just as the father knows me and I know the father, I lay down my life for the sheep. I have other sheep that are not of the sheep pen, but I must bring them also. They too will listen to my voice and there shall be one flock and one shepherd. The reason my father loves me is that I lay down my life only to take it up again and no one takes it from me, but I lay it down. Of my own accord, I have authority to lay it down and authority to take it up again. This command I received from my father. And then also down to verse 27. My sheep listen to my voice. I know them and they follow me. I give them eternal life and they shall never perish. No one will snatch them out of my hand. Isn't that wonderful? So Christ's love for us and his goodness for us not only goes alongside of us, it pursues us, it protects us, it goes after us. God's goodness goes after us. Even if we're to die physically, God could bring us back to life. There's so many people that I've I've spoken with in the past that you know have had so many near-death experiences. And God's been right there on the edge to literally save them from death. There's people that have died and others have prayed in the believing community, and they've those people have come back to life and God's given them a second chance. And then there are those that that just pass away. They never reach out to the Lord. They're sheep. They're lost sheep, and they stay lost, and they are lost forever. But that doesn't have to be you because you're still listening to my voice, and you still have an opportunity. In fact, you can reach out to him right now as I'm talking, and you could say, Dear God, I've doubted your goodness. Jesus, I've doubted your goodness, but thank you for being the good shepherd. Please forgive me, good shepherd, for being a sheep that wanders around doing my own thing, going my own way, and not listening to your voice. Please help me to hear your voice. I repent for not taking time to hear your voice and to hear your heart and to follow you. Be my good shepherd. Come and transform me to be a listener to your voice. And he will. It takes time. It's not instant all the time. Sometimes it's instant because he knows that's what we need and sometimes it's not. But if we build a lifestyle of worshiping our good shepherd, his goodness will be displayed to us in ways we didn't even know existed. And then we can begin to fathom his His nature. We can begin to fathom a greater relationship with him and a deeper relationship with him, a greater revelation of him. So I want to leave you with that today. Thank you so much for listening. This is episode 20. If this has blessed you or you think it might bless someone else, if you could please pass it on to your friends and family. Thanks so much.